This episode of the Savage Snowflake podcast is brought to you by Boundless Technology. Boundless Technology strives to advance in the cannabis industry by creating innovative products with portability and stealth in mind. Aiming to deliver an affordable, efficient and straightforward experience for the consumer, Boundless offers an alternative to the traditional joint or water pipe. Enjoy the taste, smells and effects of cannabis at lower vaporization temperatures with Boundless Technology products. Use coupon code SAVAGE for 10% off all Boundless Technology products at bndlstech.com. Follow Boundless on all social media at bndlstech. And if you want to show your support for the podcast, head to patreon.com forward slash savage snowflake to donate as little as $1 a month. All right, savages, let's get to it. Savage. What's coming on, Savages? Welcome to another episode of the Savage Snowfake Podcast. Are you mocking me before you've even started? Because I'm putting on presenter voice. Because I'm sassy. She's sassy. We've already had an argument off camera. We haven't even started. Yeah, My guest yeah. today is uh, actress <laughs> and comedian, Krista Allen. How are you? I'm doing really good. Yeah? Yeah. A fountain of positivity. I've, I've, been, I've been having a really fun time listening to you talk and get frustrated. You're hangry. Let's see. What else do I know about you? You're not a big fan of YouTubers. No, uh, no, I mean, YouTubers, I, gamer some, YouTubers. Not true. Again, not true. Wait, putting, putting words wait, in my mouth. Wait a second. YouTuber people that are vacuous. What is that? What is that? I, I wanted to get into it. I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. People, personalities on YouTube. But you, there was the are, blanket statement. So I was telling him about a friend of mine. I was like, you need to look it up. And his entire energy changed. Yeah. And I was like, what is wrong? And you were like, you know what? I'm hangry. I'm hangry and... When I see people like this and, you know, the, there's a bunch of girls that are in the, you know, the YouTubers or the gamer stuff. Got nothing that, to do with gender. It's got nothing to do with women in that space. It's got to do okay. with a particular type of influencer or creator that does very simplistic two-dimensional content and uses it as some kind of clickbait um, process to get cheat, like children to look at their content so they can sell them products that are, you Is know, that often what- dog shit. Oh, see, I, I'm just not in that. I'm not in the go. gaming world. So well, there you I, don't I am. Know. So I have a very unique and subjective but viewpoint that's is that, based on. But with clickbait, what is clickbait exactly? Clickbait is like uh, either a guy making a video that's like, check out this crazy like Facebook stuff. experience. And then you watch the video and it's not. He like fell off a tr- out of a tree. Or it's a girl pushing her breast again and going, hey, oh my oh. God, you know the time we first like. I love gaming, but it's like, no, you don't. You're and that's what Logan Paul does? Logan Paul goes into uh, foreign countries and insults the local culture, goes into a For forest clickbait. called Suicide Forest and films people that have hung <gasps> themselves because he's an utter cunt. Oh, my God, that's terrible. You know? People do like that? Someone like is, uh, is the latter example of like someone who's selling sexuality to teenagers <gasps> or children. Oh, I didn't know any of this. And then she, um, she'll copyright other YouTubers' content when they call her out on what's, what's going on and she'll, she'll She'll copy strike them to, copyright. to make money. Copy- she'll, she'll use a copyright infringement copy strike on YouTube, which is a broken uh, algorithm at the moment. So why anyone doesn't YouTube, can Why doesn't YouTube fix that? Um, because they don't want to. Because they get Cause it's money? Because it's, it's a business that's driven by advertising. They don't give a fuck about content creators. Oh, really? Not really. No. I don't know. I got it. They, they yeah. only want to push certain types of content on YouTube. It's, it's kind of hit a point now where I think... Uh, more and more people are trying to find other platforms for themselves to 
to share their content, especially comedians like us, you know, or or uh, creators or actors. Or have you ever done Patreon before? Yeah, I got a Patreon. Yeah, I was just thinking about doing it. I'm restarting my podcast. I have a podcast called I'm Fine with Krista Allen, and I haven't been doing it. I haven't done it in. Oh my god, it was doing so well, and then. Um, Why'd you I, stop? I stopped because I went through a breakup, and I kind of with went, the podcasts went through a breakup of basically a lot of stuff like the well, I, a, I did a actually guy, see it on your Wikipedia. It's, a, it's all like your personal life is quite documented on your on your Wikipedia. Page I, I don't as even well. know if most of that like there there's it even it says that I graduated from University of Texas I think too, and I did not. I don't there's don't list like I think anybody can add stuff on Wikipedia, mm. which is another thing that is so weird. Sure, because you. You, you read stuff uh, about people and you're like, oh, I went to University of Texas too. And they're like, no, no. I, that didn't I, happen. Where did you go to university? I didn't go to university. Oh, okay. I, I didn't. I, did I, you ever study anywhere in Texas? Like even high school? I lived or, in Texas. So maybe they meant a, a high school or something. No, I was a, it was very specific. I was a, It said I was a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> I, I studied education. Like it was, and no, no, no. You know what else it says? It says mm. that I, this is the, the big one. It says that I, I studied um, uh, something about being a kindergarten teacher. And then it also says that I went to school in Ohio. That's okay. what it was. And I've never been to Ohio. So, but, but you, maybe spiritually you went to school there. God, I just think it's so funny. Could have been a previous life, maybe. You know what? I it could be okay. There's like alternate universe. Maybe there's the super successful happy me in Ohio. Yeah. Who's a kindergarten Happily teacher? Married. She's just she never got into the business. She's just teaching, um, uh, inspiring yeah. young minds. Yeah, she's happy. Yeah, and not only is she a teacher to children, but she's also a, a meditation teacher, a yoga teacher. She's a teacher of all things. Couldn't it just be a case of that one of your super fans, who's probably created the Wikipedia page, has Googled to try and say what did she do before she got into movies and stuff like that, and then they found oh, Krista Allen. Texas was teaching Ooh. and she was the same age as you or whatever it happens yeah. to be. They and got they, confused with the name. Yeah, they've probably just gone, all right, we'll put that on the thing. Yeah, because, but it's, you know. I'm stuck with it. I don't want to no, be stuck with it. you can go and uh, pay someone to edit it. Get your, get your management to remove it. It's easy. Easy. You know what? I've tried, I think we've tried to get something. Okay, well, we'll talk about all the things that you're really good at, which is editing stuff, anything that has to do with uh, digital Right? Media? I'm, I'm reasonably tech savvy. I wouldn't say that's what I'm good at. What I'm good at is making people laugh and telling stories. Yeah. But I think, um, I think in, this, in a modern age, all creators, whether you're doing stand-up comedy in clubs, whether you're a filmmaker, an actress, an actor, um, yeah. whatever, you have, a, you have a responsibility to learn how to spread your content right. to other people. I, I am just learning how important it is. Mm. I really am. I'm just learning. And... And it's fascinating. Mm -hmm. So I was asking about Patreon because I'm starting my podcast up again. I'm going to do it. And I was thinking of doing it on Patreon. So that, like having something where I could, is this a good idea? So I could have people pay like a subscription so they could watch something on Patreon. I don't even know. Is that? Yeah, you can do, you could broadcast your podcast live and you could have that um, feed only be uh, viewable by the patrons. And is yours on YouTube? Is that what this is? Yeah, this is not live. We're not live. Oh, okay. I pre-record it and then we upload it. I decided not to do it live at the moment. I think until uh, until we build up the patronage, then I might do it live and people can watch it yes. happening in real time. And then the episode might go out a week after or actually yeah. this one will probably be about two and a half weeks because I've, yeah. I've got quite a few in the backlog now. I've got quite a few episodes already 
lined up That's previously. Amazing. So okay, so today you got up, you went hiking. I was. What is? What were you doing at seven in the morning? I was sleeping. Also, can I just let me just say this to the savages because they know. They know me, and uh, I did do the most LA thing this morning. I went for a hike with a casting director at seven in the morning, and I gotta be honest. Little part of me thought, "What kind of a cunt am I these days?" No, don't judge yourself. Stop. That's ridiculous. I'm not judging myself. I'm being completely honest about what, what it is. What kind of? Oh, what kind of? But you were saying, "What kind of a cunt are you?" Yeah. Yeah, that's judging yourself. An LA kind now. Apparently. Yeah. I've given up drinking. I'm going to the gym I've twice a day and now I'm too. going for fucking hikes at seven in the morning. Wait, are you newly like giving up drinking? Because yeah. I, I went through, like I said, I went through a breakup and all this stuff happened and I was like, you know what's not helping? Well, hang on a second. <laughs> I, I won't go too much into your misery of your breakup, but no, no, on your Wikipedia it said that you had a, a marriage that broke up quite a few years ago, maybe like seven, eight years yeah, ago. Yeah, but I'm talking just a regular relationship with somebody this I cared about. This was a recent one. This wasn't a marriage. Or... No, okay. no. This was just somebody that I cared about that I had a breakup. And and I was like, you know, it's funny. Most of my decisions, most uh, just much like all of us, hmm. those bad decisions or really emotional decisions usually have something to do with alcohol. You know what I mean? At least for me. And I started finding, because I just started comedy one year ago. Right. So I just started. And I realized I was drinking more and more. I'd go out to clubs, hang out with people, and mm. I drink. And and I was, I just felt like I felt like shit. And so after Wait, the, it's a poison, isn't it? It's it a depress, is a depressant and a poison. So but it, it was so that. fun. It's 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 also so fun, and it's such a crutch. So I'm what I'm doing now is I'm fo- focusing all of that into being creative, and moving shit around, and and moving my life along, and and just creating. Now you sound like an LA cunt. I am an <laughs> LA cunt. Were you were you born here? No, I was I was born. Oh wait, I was born I was born in Ventura, but I didn't. Where live, where was childhood? Where did you grow up? That's in Texas. I I was okay, just so born. You, you were in Texas. For yeah, yeah, I was like my whole family's from Texas. And were you a performer from a young age? Was it? Oh was God, it no, not no. even at all. No, I I wasn't at all. I didn't do anything. I just came out here. I didn't know what I was going to do. Because you didn't give me an in- you didn't give me a chance to do your intro properly. You immediately jumped on how much I hate YouTubers and uh, yeah, but I did. Um, you've done some major Hollywood pictures and you appeared in you know in films with you know Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler, which is uh, which is wonderful. And yeah. also most recently, I did a TV series on the CW network. Um, so you've done lots of great acting things. But prior to that, you were a model. No. And then you were in Baywatch I as well. I wasn't a model. Oh, really? No. Here's the thing. Okay. I will tell you this. Just because you're doing shameless self-promotion on the cover of Stuff or Maxim or FHM does not make you a model. Okay. Okay. That's it. It's just, you know, when people, it's like, it's, that's not a model. That is an actress going, hey. Occasionally taking her clothes off. Well, and that's in the 90s. That's what, that's what you did. Like if you were in any modicum of success in the Mm. 90s, you were on the cover of FHN stuff, Maxim Esquire. That's what you did. Yeah. And you. You were number 70 in the hottest 100 women in the UK. I mean, come on. There you go. I don't know. It's hilarious to me. If there had been a very well-timed death of 69 people, that would have been it. Hottest woman in the world. Yeah. Can you imagine? Really people funny. might have, people might have started to point the finger at you. To be I honest, think, I think I think you're right. I think Krista Allen's killing people. Yeah. What yeah, makes I you think that? Sixty nine yeah. people have died this year. Alone. That's really they're all, funny. They're all very attractive women. Yeah. 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 I mean, every yes, of course. But it's it's funny how 
you know, I don't think we'd have that now. I don't think we'd have the. Let me let me say something, and, and please take this in the right in the right manner. But I think Hollywood is a is a is a place that chews up and spits out um, beautiful people, especially women. Uh, it kind of applies a very uh, limited shelf life to how long an actress can mm. be a certain thing. That's that's what it that's what it presents. It depends as. on what that certain thing is, and I absolutely disagree i think that that i think that it hadn't finished my question yet but that's all right you carry on really <laughs> yeah okay. my point was gonna Go ahead, be sassy pants. did you find because when you started and especially with some of the first movies that you did were of a more sexual nature like emmanuel that series um that you get perceived and then baywatch following on from that you get perceived as well, she plays the hot girl. Even in the Jim Carrey movie, Lie Lie, you know, you were the sexy girl on the lift that he makes a comment to, you know, and it's and it's like, did you... I find that with a lot of very, very attractive women who have had very successful careers as an actress, but have always been perceived as the sexy chick, for want of a better phrase, they often find themselves entering into stand-up comedy a bit later on in life, because it's like, all right, well, now I'm not getting the the auditions for the hot oh, young God. thing but what i am is i'm still a talented performer so what i'll do is i'll, I'll find a different way to show that i'm talented and, oh, and that's comedy so is sweet um no not at all uh first of all okay so when i first started out i didn't know what i was doing i certainly i, I didn't i wasn't an actress so the stuff that i was the stuff that i was i never never i never took an acting class i just got here and started doing stuff yeah so of course there's that and in the early 90s there was a very blanketed chauvinistic kind of viewpoint of women i think it and still exists today doesn't it of course it does but that's why you jumped down my throat thinking i was a woman hater at the but start there's of this. but there's well you know just because with certain things that are said you know it's it's very interesting when there's a, a a strong male energy yeah and the way that you you speak and the words that you say they come across a little bit chauvinistic now hang on a second is that because i'm chauvinistic and that's how it's coming across or is that because no. current social climate makes you more assuming that everyone who makes a no. comment when i say i hate i hate two-dimensional vacuous youtubers you went why do you hate these girls i said whoa whoa, whoa. it's not about girls that's not how that it's conversation but that's not how that conversation happened i was showing you my friend michelle yeah. and i was also talking about my friend rylea and you said people whatever it was that i the said context, youtuber content like that it's a youtube red right, show but the context was in two women that i was telling you about asking if well, you it could knew have been them. two men i would have said the same thing okay but the way that you said it was not clear. Did I say, look at these bitches? What the fuck are they doing? Nope. Having you a show. Said, no. You said vacuous uh, when I see girls or I No, say, never said girls. I, I never I, said girls. I never mentioned gender. See, this is, okay. the, this is the thing. I think I, it's an interesting conversation think, to have. I think you actually, I think you, whatever it was, it was implied. So yeah. whether or not you said it or not, you Makes were a huge difference to the context of what, the what, comment. Actually, it what whether you said what what you said wasn't mm. clear so maybe try to be more clear oh, if you're okay. talking right. about male it. and female youtubers who are two dimensional don't interest me in the slightest and i hate that kind of content yes is that all right or or but if <laughs> i don't I, think if we have to do that i think but if i think this showing, is but if my friend is like i'm just going back to it if my friend is on the screen and you're like having you're like oh she does this oh she does that and i'm like whoa you know it wasn't like you're like oh i don't know and 
there was this there there was that energy, and I was like, "What happened?" You're like, "You know what?" And then you told See, me. See, I think yeah, I think this is we've hit a crazy place in life now. Where look, Ricky Gervais just did a post on Twitter today about the fact that he says, you know, he goes, "I've always been a traditional liberal lefty snowflake." This podcast is called when the Savage it? Savage Snowflake. Today he posted a posted a photo oh, of himself popping champagne so and he said, "Because I make one." Uh, one comment about freedom, or because I've been uh, also championing the freedom of speech, suddenly I'm an all right. Uh, I'm 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 pigeonholed into an all right bracket uh, when I'm clearly not that. Stupid. No, but this is dumb. this is what I think. Look, it even permeates initial meetings of two people, and because you're a woman and I'm a man, and we're both in this town. If I make comments, people will always go, "Big white straight dude." probably shitting on her because she's a woman. No, I'm shitting on it because it's the context uh, context of the content. YouTube Red predominantly makes terrible stuff and uh, only right. go, only supports a certain type of content creator. Right. You know, clickbait, um, right. aimed at 12-year-olds. Which it's, I don't know really any, which I don't, which I don't know any, which I don't know anything about any of that which stuff. Which I have like years of depth right. of knowledge of. So. But, but like, and, and so, since I don't know anything about it, I just I'm just proud of my friend for whatever she's Which doing. Which is wonderful. Hey, I, so, I, but, I, I also said I'm sure she's great if she's your friend. I uh, literally said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Didn't shit on her. Said I don't like that kind of content, or I'm always wary of right. anything that you know. The, the I know. Sh- well, yeah, we might, you no, did. we might as well mention it. It's your friend Michelle Morrow, who's a content creator on YouTube. She's a YouTuber and a gaming personality. Does some esports hosting, as we just read on her Wikipedia, right. which I bothered to look at rather than just dismiss her. I wanted to see what she's done. Right. And I didn't. I said oh, I think I know. Her. I think she might do a D&D thing and you mentioned Dan Harmon but then it was a YouTube red content and the trailer for it immediately within 12 seconds That's of the trailer you, like, it makes a joke yeah. about gamer guys going oh no actually I only have a really average penis and I hate this childish not a, a perception of all gamers that we are 12 year old boys we have little dicks it's like it's not that in itself is an incredibly sexist and backwards outlook to have so to see that in oh, the trailer the within the first 12 seconds it's 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 that's it's really what, frustrating. That, that's what. That's what. Yeah, that, so I and went, then that's when shit. you said, and that's when you said yeah, you were hungry, and I was like, you have to eat something before we start. Well, I was making an excuse for why I was annoyed by it because we, we got off on the wrong foot. And I was like, well, I'd rather blame sense. it on something simplistic. Now it than- now it all makes sense. That absolutely makes sense. I if there was something like that and it was like going against something that I felt strongly about or that have been pigeonholed in, I would probably mm. feel the same way. So I totally. All get women who've ever appeared naked in a movie must be whores. Not true, but if someone said that, you'd be like, oh, that's not true. And oh, whoever made that content is probably reducing it down to very two dimensional vacuous That shit. is a true statement. So let's. Really? Come on, I'm joking. Oscar winners, um, Oscar winners. They've all got their bobs out at some point, yeah. haven't they? But going back to your going back to your um, or going back to your initial question that I started answering, it's the same thing that you were saying. And I got, I think, I think I understood your question before. I did, I didn't like before you had to explain right. as much. Um, but what I was saying is, um, fucking, we hate each other, don't we? Carry on. It's all right. No, it's just, it's, just, it's funny. It's, this is this is the most. Uh, the most confrontational start to a podcast I've ever had with someone. Do you feel like this is confrontational? Yeah, I think it's interesting though. I think it's interesting and I think it might be amusing down wait, the line. Wait, wait, why and do you I think, think it's confrontational? Because it. we, I mean... I mean, we're both sitting here like basic bitches with our Starbucks. <laughs> I brought <laughs> you a chai latte. No, it was very kind of you. I offered to pay for it as well and you refused my money, but... I um I think it's amusing that we see it's a funny situation that we're both sitting here obviously going well I thought this yeah well I thought that okay well I misunderstood you. well I misunderstood you oh. as we sip on our on, I think as we if sip we had on our tiny stuff. dogs in handbags 
perfect. I was going to bring that back around with your going on a hike uh, early this morning with your casting director. And sure. I was going to bring up now you're drinking the chai latte. But I no. don't feel confrontational at all. I just feel like we're clearing something up. Is that... Is that... Well, maybe I just read situations differently. I feel like, yeah, it's definitely a little testy. I think there was a little confrontation. Yeah, 100%. I think it's finding clarity. Like being clear on something. Because yeah. I... Th- think you're fucking rad i think you're awesome you don't know me i could be a piece of shit i from what i know so far i think you're probably a piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) you've been talking to my family (laughs) no my mom and dad would agree with you no what i was gonna say what i was gonna say about even just starting with the it's it's um it's a stereotype, right? So it's like if if a woman, like you, the, I think that's it. It's like you were saying, well, sexy girls when they can't get sexy girl roles anymore, they go do stand up because they're no, not I doing that. No, I posed a question. I said, is that a natural progression? If a woman is an attractive young actress, and I said that this this industry loves to chew up and and throw I know, and out what did beautiful I say? women and regularly. What, and what did well, I say? You said that doesn't happen, but I, I didn't say it didn't happen. What I said is I don't agree with you. Okay, so tell and me why, have, why you don't. Tell me that and I have, different. I have a, I have a different belief system, and I feel like, I feel like, which is great for your show. I, what I'm trying to do lately is instead of black and white, and it's this or it's this, I'm going in a, into more of a gray zone, and fifty shades of it, possibly. Yes, <laughs> but I'm not, you know, like it's. I, I'm going, I'm going in the middle because. I think if you're too far to one side, just like you were saying, like Ricky Gervais posted that thing or the way that you feel about whatever it is, I feel if you have a strong belief and there is nothing that can change your mind from that, that's just what you're going to experience in life and you're just going to keep getting more annoyed at is those things. Is that what things. you think I have? No, I'm not talking about you. Okay. Let me, I say anybody mm, with sure, anything. Sure, sure. No, I was just clarifying. You wanted to clarify. So, so you look at, yeah. And so you look at like even like Republicans and liberals and all mm. of this, right? All the way to the right. And they're like, you know... You know, uh, they're they 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 don't want they they have all of these things that they believe in, and liberals have all these, and the assholes are on the farthest side. I think, sure, yeah. right? I talk about this in my stand up. I mean, I'm a democratic, left leaning, politically yeah, minded individual, me too. Me but too. I also don't think that everyone on the right is an asshole. And me I think either. the biggest assholes are the neo Nazis and the uh, Antifa fighting and, and not allowing each other to have a debate or a conversation yes. about why they disagree. You know, but I feel but like that's idiocy. That's stupidity of the mob, and that's always going to exist because ostensibly 80 to 90 percent of people on this planet are fucking idiots well and that's my viewers and and that again look that's it's it's interesting because you know what i think what it is i think i'm just on a i'm 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 on a different i'm trying to i'm trying to think differently I'm not trying. I am thinking differently. So even with um, my friends who um, are in the, you know, doing stuff with the feminist movement or, uh, you know, um, anything, racism, anything that they're fighting for these things Mm. when you, yes, it's an important issue or even believing that Hollywood chews you up and spits you out and that's the way it is. Not saying you do. Any well, I, belief, I asked the question. I didn't say that's how it is. I was wondering, and I'm not is saying, that true? Is that is that a thing that you found? Because I've got 30-year-old, I'm 34. Right. I've got a female actress friends out here who are around my age right. and they're saying, 
Yeah, I have been. A lot of them have said they have been skewed more towards comedy roles now because once you're, and they're very gorgeous. Like right. a number of these women are, I think, fucking totally. drop their gorgeous aesthetically to me. I know it's subjective. Well, I'll tell you on my end. But they struggle to get those roles because they go mm, too old. That's that's what kind of, mm, you're too old for that. You go and do comedy. Do, do, like, do they? But what? do they? But here's the point. Mm. It's not about. It's uh, honestly do when if I had the chance. And I had the balls and I had the, the, the talent when I first started to do comedy. That would have been my choice. I had absolutely zero self-esteem. I right. had zero confidence. So to get out there, what do I do best? Oh, my God. Uh, you know, I, I'm pretty. Will you like me if I'm an idiot? Okay. Like, uh, there was a different mindset. And so I think the I think what I was trying to get at is the the mindset for me was – Coming from an era, coming into in, in, in inside of a generation in the '90s, mm-hmm. where Playboy was like the thing, and the Playboy parties, and women were here, and we just accepted it because that's the way it was. But now things are different, Absolutely. and you go and you go. I don't think that unless you're unless those beautiful girls that you're talking about, they're like, God, I just want to play the hot girl. I don't think they do, but no, maybe they do. that's kind of their point is that yeah. you know, they are beautiful women. They're very talented actresses and they will be passed over for certain roles because people will be like, you're too old to well, be this. And it's like, that's, it's but like, no, no, that's no. fine. Uh, is it not? I mean, nah, cause they, they want a 20, they want a 25 year old playing a, a hot 30 year old. Are you a writer? An actual hot 30 year old. Are you, a, do you, do you write? Okay. I do, yeah. So when I do, when I, when I'm writing or I'm, I, people send me scripts all the time to punch up. I was up until 4.30. Did I tell you 4.30 in the morning last night punching up a script? And it's the same thing. And yeah. I know that the character that... Um, the, the is this the, your own script or is this for other people? This is somebody else's that they send me. So they end up doing it and then they punch. I punch up the comedy and I, I punch up the stuff or whatever. After a year in stand-up. You're getting sent scripts to punch up. That's amazing. Oh, well, I mean, I, I've been punching shit up for the last seven, eight years. I've been writing for longer than I've only stand done stand-up. Okay. Yeah, I started stand-up kind of as a, you know why I did stand-up? And I'll keep going back. We're all over the place. But I did stand-up because I have such bad social anxiety. Right. And I would walk into parties and look, I look like I'm confident, but I haven't, you know, I'm like, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't trust any of that confidence in, 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 in this town. Right. I and I just, a lot of it is born out of insecurity. And, you know. Well, yeah, but I mean, I would just be really quiet. I would be the person who would, who would be more quiet or I would go, oh, liquid, you know, liquid confidence. Absolutely. And then yeah, I'd be okay crux, yeah. or I'd do something. So it's like, and, and then I realized it was even affecting some of my auditions, and it was. Fe- I, I'm a writer. I'm a writer. I've been writing forever. I've been writing people. I write people's jokes. I, I, I. That's what I've been doing. It's one of the biggest things that I get paid for. Okay. And, um, but when it came to me doing it for myself, mm. and getting on stage and actually letting go, it was the most amazing thing I've ever done because I realized. Well, I'm, I still have social anxiety, mm. but I'm in control up on stage. What was the catalyst to start performing then? What was the what was the breaking point that went? Oh, okay. Rather than just writing for other people um, and acting in your you know yeah. in, in various TV and film roles, what what made you go? All right, I have to get on stage. I felt now. like I was blocked. I felt like I was really blocked. I felt like I wasn't letting myself go in roles that I was playing. Um, in, so this uh, was like, it was you. It was you who. 
who brought yourself into comedy? It wasn't a friend saying you should really do this on stage or let's. My buddy, my friend John Lovitz, who has been like my brother for twenty four years since I've moved to Los Angeles. Yeah. He's literally he's like my big brother. Um, he's been asking me to do. He's been telling me to do it forever. I've had various people tell me to do it forever. Plus, I also help my friends who are comedians and they'll be like, what do you think of this joke? And I'll be like, what about this? So it's easy. It's easier. It's easy for me to pitch ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the thought of me getting on stage and there was, there's two things to it. Actually. I think, I think one is social anxiety and really that the social anxiety that I have and really wanting to break through that. Mm-hmm. But there was a level of confidence I knew I, 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 I didn't have. Right. And I, and I was like, I, let me see if I can try to find that. And that's, I'm literally still trying to find that confidence and my voice. And Comedy is a wonderful tool for that. You know, stand up, it really is a wonderful amazing. tool to, um, to give you a greater sense of the self, I think. If you're a good comic and if you're doing good comedy, then you learn a lot about yourself and you have to embrace all those insecurities because that will often be the the, jokes. the death of the of the material you do on stage. That is the thing. It's like, can you know, when you la- you get honest with yourself mm-hmm. and that's re- it's a really funny thing because a lot of the, my friends that I would write for or write with, you know, mm-hmm. we'd sit and just pitch stuff back and forth. I would know certain things about their life that I would want to pull out. Sure. But they didn't want to go there. And I would say things like, come on, that is who you are. Yeah. Now that it's switched around on me, yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh. Come on, Steve, being fingered by your uncle when you were seven, <laughs> that's hilarious. But and how do you Why find- would you not want to talk about and that? And then I'd, I'd say something ridiculous on how I thought this was funny or this would be a great tag for something or whatever that, you know. And it was like, no, that doesn't work. And it's the same thing because I'm getting that now from those same people. About yourself and about About me and learning that I, it's really about like, you know, getting to know yourself, getting to love yourself, getting to learn who you are, getting to love who you are, all of those things. See, I disagree. I think comedy can be about loving yourself, sure. It can also be about being honest about the things you hate about yourself more than anything. Oh yes. You know, I don't I don't get on stage and 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 learn. I'm not learning to love myself through comedy. I'm learning to love my audiences and I'm learning to be honest and open about the things that I hate most about myself and that, that are f- my insecurities. Do you don't think that's part of self-love though? By being no. honest with things that you hate. <laughs> I think it's mildly masochistic and I think it's also hmm. indicative of someone who um, needs the validation of others, craves the validation of others. That's what I think. Most most comics, if if if, if either of us, yes, or any of the people in this town validation doing stand up comedy, were truly balanced or loved themselves, we wouldn't need to be on stage get, get, gaining the validation of a room full of people. I I I, I, I love look. I love the validation. Nothing. I don't think anything has ever felt better than laughs. And and the, 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 I I don't think anything is ever like I've been I've done movies and I've done this and I've done that and the directors and people have clapped after a scene and that's been great, but there's something. This is the first time in my life, so my entire career I've been reading other people's lines mm. and doing them for a job and I got paid really well and I raised a Did son. Did you have the, the desire to maybe write your own film? If you've been you've been writing for seven eight years. Yes, I. Yes, I I do. And I have tons of different things I'm working on right now. The reason that I write for other people is because, well, I have a, I have really, my ADD dyslexia issue is so intense. I can, 
I'm not good at formatting, but what I can do is go inside and punch things up. And that's, or could this scene go before here? Or you know what? Can we put something else here? So you feel like you're more suited to be on the writing team for something rather than maybe going, I'm going to write... My own TV series about... I will. I will write just it. Just Krista or whatever yeah, it's going to be exactly. called. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I will. But you know what? I'd want a partner because I don't... Mm. I don't... Um, I'm really great with the... I'm great with ideas. I can say that about myself. I'm great with ideas. I am terrible with the follow through. Right. Are, do, you, do you... Like I... I'm not good at it. I will talk about it and I will be... <laughs> I will be that's so most, amped up. Well, you, that's LA, right? A lot of people walking around talking about the great ideas they have, but never doing them. It's well, yeah, but isn't it? I mean, it's like that in Texas, where I'm from too. People saying, "I want it. it's anywhere in the sure. world," and um, it's not just just just, they just have Los teeth Angeles. Out here. That's the only difference. Oh yeah, because where yeah. you're from, people have bad Terrible teeth. Do you have good yeah. teeth? Got the London look. No, you got good teeth. I have the teeth. London look. They're straight, but they have a gap. No, in, in that's. The front I teeth. think that's sexy. I think that's Thanks cool. Very much. Yeah, I, Kate Moss agrees, and so does that other one. Yeah, I <laughs> the think other one, whoever the other supermodel is. No, I they think took over the Rimmel London. I love. I <laughs> love women London with look. their the gap. I think it works on you. It's going to be a sign of um, uh, wealth eventually if you can fit a a coin between there. It's going to mean that you're going to be very wealthy later in life. Is it? Yeah. No, somebody say, you know who told you that the same person that said that if a bird shits on your head it's good luck you yeah know? my mum my mum my told me that yeah my mum she's no. a huge, huge bird enthusiast she's an ornithologist is she really no <laughs> I believed you oh my god what does your mom do she was a teacher she was um, an English did she go to Ohio <laughs> she didn't no she's never done yoga as far as I know but she's um, yeah she's a, she's a teacher but, but I um, I've been teaching yoga and meditation I mean, again, I'm not surprised. This is yeah. LA, right? No, I got... <laughs> uh, it's funny. It's funny. These, do, these do are all the tropes. Do, do, I, do, so I got certified in 2008. And, um, what, kind of, what kind of yoga are we talking about? Uh, regular, just normal yoga. Vinyasa. Straight vin- up yoga. But there's so many different types, isn't there? There's... Just vinyasa yoga. But okay. I started implementing some, like, uh, implementing more meditation into it. But it's really super fun. And so it's... Um, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm just kind of creating it, and um, it's been it's been really fun. Um, it's funny that you laugh so hard that I said I teach yoga and meditation. Is that do you think that because I'm in Los Angeles? No, I'm 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 laughing because of the if I had to write a hit list of identifiable tropes for an actor or a, um, in mm-hmm. in Hollywood, right? You're hitting them all. Right. What? Because that's what I do. So if I was to, it doesn't mean it's not great. I think I think I'd probably benefit from doing yoga. I think it'd be. I think you actually really would. I think you would very You're much not the first benefit. Person to tell me that. Yeah, maybe some of my cynicism would melt away I, into you the are spirituality. Really cynical. Yeah, but I'm honest. I've I've embraced. Yeah. Here's, here's my meditation. Yeah. Here's my. You're honest from a place. You're honest from a place of. Oh, you're 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 definitely honest, but I feel like we could like loosen some stuff up in there, you know, like little crowbar, like open up your well, heart. I'm very loose with the right people. Yeah, well, okay. I that, did a documentary all about uh, just how loose I am. So I um a crowbar to your heart. That's what we need. <laughs> no, my heart's fine. It's just I'm I'm uh, I only give my my heart and my time and my energy of that nature to people once I know and trust them and think it's worth my while. You know, I think there's a lot of very fake people in this town. And so I'm, I'm very wary of, of anything that sounds like it's, you know, sort of scripted in that respect. Yeah. But that's why British actors do very well out here, I think. 
I think because we bring an honesty and a, and a, and a self-reflective cynicism. Well, it's honest to you, but what's honest to you isn't honest to me. Nah, nah. See, that's, again, that's just like a, that's a, that's a, that's a so, but what's honest what's to your you? Your truth is not my truth. I think that's you too, don't that's like too, that. It's so fucking. Come on, even that in itself sounds. It just sounds like a lot of bullshit. Really? What, what I'm doing is I'm living a life of going. I will be completely honest about how I'm feeling about what situations how you're feeling. are. I won't lie. I won't no. bullshit. It's anyone. how you feel, but it's your opinion. But it's not. You're right. It's very. It's subjective. That it's not mine. Well, of course, it's subjective. Yeah. I'm the protagonist of my own fucking so the, existence. So that my but, truth and your truth does apply. Absolutely, but within my truth. Um, you just said it didn't. People going, no, 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 you're right. I just said I'm cynical of it. I didn't say it doesn't exist or it's not true to you. Just said I'm cynical of it. I don't- can we send? Can we send him a group hug, please? Can we send Jeff a group hug? Everybody, I'm just kidding. I need a group hug. I'm all right. I get lots of love. I um, I think you're like that- an angry cat. No, no, not you're at like all. an angry cat that literally you go to give love to and it's like if i was an angry cat i probably have more followers on instagram than i do at the moment i think i just adopted a cat in itself is um wonderful do you want to hear a story i I can't wait (laughs) is it about cats and meditation it's about cats of course it is come tell me about the cat i just adopted a stray cat okay stray cat came out you found it just found it out it was on my it came to my porch in the middle did of the night. Did you take it to try and get, see if it has a chip I or anything? I did. Nothing. 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 Still had its put little up balls. Put up posters. Nothing. Nothing. But here's the thing. There's a lot of stray cats around. I live in Hollywood. So there's a lot of stray cats. So I, this is a really cool story. How much time do we have? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Okay, so we're 25 at, minutes. Can't be that long a story, right? No, it's not. But yeah, it's like a five minute story. Okay. So I'll, yeah. Okay, so. I'll expect four more cat stories after it then. Never had a cat. Never had a cat. So I was like, so this, when I was little, mm-hmm. how do I say this? Okay, so I named the cat, Do- uh, I named the cat God, right? God. God, because I, no, for, for no other reason, I when I got it that night, I was like, what am I going to name you? And I figured I was going to keep it because I just thought it would be really fun to scream off my patio, God, where are you? Yeah. I just thought it was I funny. I like that. I like giving dogs human names. That's or always cats fun. or whatever. My so dog is Jack. Park. Yeah. And you can work, well, you have to give him a surname as well. Yes. That's the best way Mister? to do it. Well, because then, no, 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 just a surname, a last name, because then you can walk oh. around, not a suffix, because then you can walk around. Being like Steve Martin, <laughs> that's really Steve funny. Steve Martin, like, and it's just funny just screaming that in a. That's actually really funny. Especially if you make it a celebrity who you don't expect to be there. Jack you know? Nicholson, exactly. like or whatever. Yeah, he's Jack the Beagle. He would but, have to be a yeah. Jack Russell, yeah, Jack yeah. Russell or something. Um, but but uh, so anyway, this cat came right. So yeah. back to this. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about about my life. So when I was 13 years old, I ran away from home. Right. Okay. And why did you run away from? Home? Just not happy at home. Things, yeah, there was just my, my mom wasn't really around. My there was a lot of abuse going on. Okay. I wasn't a happy child. I was scared. There were things I thought I was going to be much better out on the streets. Escapism. You were trying to escape the, and, the shitty. And situation. I left. And so when I was thirteen years old, I was on the streets, and I met this woman who basically saved me. Um, I don't know if this is her real name, but. She called her name Bessie Carlisle, and she was this amazing 
black woman. Like think of mix between Tiffany Haddish and Oprah, but she dabbled in heroin. You know what I mean? Like she, she was amazing. I mean, if you ever meet Tiffany Haddish or Oprah, I wouldn't say that to them. Oh, I knew a woman like you. She was basically like you, but way more But heroin. she had the funny <laughs> Just... of Tiffany, but the depth of Oprah with a little bit of a heroin problem. But anyway, so she actually became one of the most amazing people in my life for a while. I like and she you described took... any kind of heroin as a problem as a little bit of a heroin problem. I think if you're, just if you're doing a heroin, little you probably bit. got a big yeah. heroin problem. Just a little. Probably yeah. give up the heroin. Like, well, you'll see by the story that it was obviously not a little one. Um, but um, so anyway, we stayed in like alleys sometimes and she would take care of me. And anyway, so we you ended were living up... on the streets at this point. Yes, we went. Yes, thirteen years of at age. thirteen. So she ended. So she ended up taking me to a shelter. Right. And she was like, "We we have to. You know, things were uncomfortable for a while." And we went to a shelter. So I woke up the next day, and she was gone. And the note that she left me was basically saying. Um, I love you, I'm and you're wonderful. I'm leaving to start my Hollywood career and get my own chat show. Close. She said, I love you, but I need to get out there and do drugs, and I'm not doing okay trying to be sober. Okay. And I, she was having, she was all, like, there was just stuff, right? So she left, and I was fucking devastated. Now, cut to 2008. How long, I, were, you, how long were you homeless for when you were 13? Um on and off I would end up living with people but I want to finish this story so I don't ADD out but on and off like uh, I never really went back home I stayed with my grandmother I tried to find my dad but are you like living rough on the streets no not not the whole time just at the beginning and then I'd find friends but let me get back to my story so 2008 Facebook comes around don't open your eyes like that like you're scared I'm just trying to stay on track no I'm not scared I just thought I think that's probably going to end up being one of the most interesting parts of the story is hearing about what it's like to live on the streets I'm glad that you think so now listen to my story. So 2008, I promise you're going to go, whoa. Yeah. And if you don't, I know that your listeners will. Um, you like Whitney Cummins, but with a little bit of heroin. That's why I imagine Whitney yes. like with a tiny little. Just a little just bit. Just a little, not shooting out, just a little. A little Just smoke. smoking a little heroin. So 2008, Facebook comes in. I would be much more mellow. Let's go with meth. Um, okay. 2008, Facebook comes along. I get a message from Bessie, but it's under a different name. And she's like, it's Bessie. She said it. she's sober, all this stuff. I was like, holy Wonderful. shit. I was going to call her. Never heard from her again. Now, this is why I talked about the well, cat. Hang on a second. You I, were going to call her? Yeah, but we never ended up talking. She, she never responded. Oh, you but, missed about and said, hey, what's your number? Let and me nothing, reach out. And she didn't go. Okay. Nothing was ever there. So cut to, I had this cat that came to my door. God. God. Yeah. That I named God. I was telling all my friends about God and God brought a dead bird that day too, which was disgusting. And he often it, does that. Actually, if you look in um which passage is it? I think it's Paul, Paul 14, <laughs> verse 7. And he said unto them, Thou shalt have a dead bird. <laughs> And this bird shall oh my God, be that's really funny. devoid of its mortal coil. Well, he brought a dead bird, and I so was like, "So saith unto you, <laughs> the Almighty Fairy One." So meow. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Sorry, Christian listeners. That's okay. Why are you even listen? Why are you even watching this or I listening to it if you're Christian? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. a really good point. So God's forsaken you if you're listening to this podcast. Yes, and not my cat. So. I get so I'm telling all my friends about this. I'm on a hike with my friend Quincy, who's a, another stand-up. And I'm like, this is what happened. This cat Quincy that what? night, 
that night, that night, Quincy I, I let Alan Quincy. She's a okay. female, but I call her Quincy. I just know a male comedian called Quincy. So, so I, I said she. So we went to. I would never call your friend a she. Um, How do you know? You can't assume pronouns. This day and age, you right. might get in trouble for that. Maybe he right. identifies as a she. I, I don't know. Maybe. Got a beautiful big dick though. It's yeah, hard. it's hard to because you like sucking it. You're like, oh. I mean, I don't so like good. it, but you know, but you have to sometimes. Gotta pay the rent sometimes, right? So I'm hiking with Quincy, and I'm telling her this, and I have a show later that night, and she's like, "I'll come and pick you up." And so, anyway, long story short, I get this message a couple of days before, but I hadn't been on Facebook, so I see it, and it's this woman reaching out to me Bessie, saying, "Again, no, it's somebody else." And she goes, "I'd like to talk to you regarding Bessie Carlisle," and I was like, "Oh my fucking god, this is amazing! Happy New Year!" You know, I was like, I can't wait to talk to her. Here's my number. I'm getting in the car with Quincy. This woman calls me and she's the nurse with Bessie. And I was like, is she okay? She goes, I'm sorry she passed away. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much for calling. And she goes, I just wanted to let you know, she was looking at your Facebook page and she was so proud of you. She said, you looked a little sad. And she said that she said, you know, whatever she was like, but she was so proud of you. And da, da, da. And she goes, I just hope she remembers. This is on speakerphone with my friend Quincy. She goes, I, she just, I felt this overwhelming urge to call you and tell you. She said, I just hope that she, I just hope she doesn't forget what I used to teach her that sometimes, sometimes God will present you gifts within that that don't really look like gifts kind yeah. of like when the dead birds when the cats this used to bring the bessie left the nurse to pass on to you no the woman she didn't even say she goes i because she was on my facebook page and the nurse was with bessie maybe she did maybe i heard it wrong i was bawling i i was bawling my head off she goes i felt she goes i wanted to let you know that bessie was looking through your stuff before she passed away mm-hmm. and she was so proud of you and then she was saying, she said, you look sad. And she said, uh, you know, she, whatever it was, maybe I had posted something that day or something. And um, she said, I just hope she remembers that sometimes the gifts in life that, you know, some, uh, she used to say all these amazing Oprah-like things. Sure. Sometimes these gifts in life appear uh, that aren't really what they appear to be, kind of like when the cats used to bring the dead birds when we were in the alley. Bessie Carlisle died two hours before the bird oh, before God turned came to my freaking day. Well, well, hang on a second though. Was she is she reincarnated in the cat? I don't know. Or is she the dead bird? <laughs> she that would be more likely if it was right beforehand. If she she could be either one. Your cat, it's the sign. Your cat killed I don't your know. old friend. I don't know if she's reincarnated. <laughs> I don't know if she's reincarnated as a bird. I and feel then a like cat, your cat God fucked her up. But then I and thought that's the life lesson that God ultimately. Will I murder thought herself. I thought the life lesson was that if you're single and over forty, the universe will just bring you a cat. <laughs> that's what I thought. That's what I, I, I like that message. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I thought. But I thought it was so profound that all of all of these things happened. I named the fucking cat. God, I don't know anything about this shit. I get a thing from Bessie's freaking thing. I think I'm going to talk to her. Turns out she passes away like two hours. I think we did the math of what it was. And it was like two hours before she passed away. Does that mean she was reincarnated? Is that like, it, I was well, I don't know if bawling. She's, is, she, is, she, is she the bird or is she the cat? Well, I don't think she's reincarnated. I feel like it was just like a... I don't think it's a she can't be reincarnated that quickly (laughs) it's coincidental I don't believe in that kind of stuff I don't believe in like fate of no you don't believe in serendipity or I would never believe that in in you I I would never believe that yeah 
Try me with astrology. Let's talk about astrology next. I can, but that's nice. Look, it sounds like, first of all, I'm re- very glad you had that woman, Bessie, in your life because she obviously helped you out in a time when you needed yeah. a friend, when you needed someone to protect you and, and, and show you that someone will care about you when clearly family weren't really doing that job in the way you they know, should do. I think do. they had their own stuff, you know? Of course, like, but they, they that had... doesn't excuse them not um, f- carrying out the responsibilities that a parent should, which is to make their child feel safe and loved. What, see, I'm a, I, Don't have a kid if you're not ready to do that. Well, but at that time, also, yeah, absolutely. But the baby boomers, which my mom was, you know what I mean? The baby boomers, the most narcissistic. Mm. I mean, my God, they they didn't care. The where I in my generation, X generation, mm. we were like kind of we were pushed aside. There was more violence. There was more uh, sex and violence and all of these things. Anti children. Children were really pushed to the side and everything. Seen and not heard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, seen and not heard was was even my mom's parents, and then they trickled that down, going, "Well, this is just the way sure. it is." Latchkey kids, all of that. But then you add in all of the family drama and then it makes it even worse. But it's so interesting because now are, do you identify as a millennial? Is that what you are? I don't identify as anything no, other like than age, a 34 year old bloke called Jeff. So 34. But I would fall within the millen- I would fall within the millennial That's what I mean. generation. But, so, so the, but I understand the, um, you know, the, uh, I understand the importance of hard work, dedication, not expecting everything to land in your do lap. You know, do you know Saving that, some money, investing in property, yeah. which not, seem to be none of the things that millennials understand. No, that's, so. I just did a whole research on this. I just did a whole thing on this. Do you know that millennials, and I, you know what, maybe we can check that because I remember seeing it. No, I'm definitely within the millennial. I think if you're born between no, 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 you are. Uh, 1980 and yeah, 1987 no, or something, or 1990 or whatever. Right, that's not what I'm. Ta- that's not. Yeah, it's. It. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is um, millennials have more. Everything that people are saying about millennials is not like true. I don't think that millennials are lazy. I. They have. They're rising ahead of so many people. All everybody is. That this is like seventy five percent almost of the job market. What the? F- why are you making such funny faces? I disagree with what you're saying. I think oh, the idea that just millennials are—it's just something I read. I was asking if you had seen anything like that. I'm not judging millennials. It was just a fact. But on- it depends where you look. If you watch Fox News, the millennials are all a bunch of wankers. If you watch CNN, they're pioneering the world. It depends mm-hmm. where you go for your for your thing. I look at young people today, and as a 34 year old, I still consider myself reasonably young. But I'm talking 20 yeah. year olds. I think 20 year olds don't understand That's Gen Z. that they're going to have whatever. All right, let's say twenty-seven-year-olds. Then okay. you, they don't understand that you that they will they will have n- they have nothing and they will have nothing. These trans transient things. This is why I've still got an iPhone success because in in this day and age, it's cool to have like an iPhone ten, the latest Yeezys, blah 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 blah. But none of these people own property. They have business models that are ultimately steeped in fucking problematic, um, devoid of any solution, long-term goals that will never never come to fruition. So they end up investing. A lot of time, energy, and money into stuff that often goes nowhere. Uh, the only people who are probably making any fucking money right now are people in the pharmaceutical or um, you know investment businesses, and most of those don't identify as like a millennial generation. It's it's it's, it's interesting. You know what it was is the birth of the internet and the success of someone like Zuckerberg makes people go, well, I'm a millennial. I'm of that generation where all these technological advances are going on. But it's like, motherfucker, you don't own a home. You're going to be renting until the day you die. So you won't even own property. You have nothing to pass on to children if you ever want to have children. Isn't that crazy? Like, I... It's... 
like my son is 21 years old and he has more saved in 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 his account he works his ass mm. off and he's create you know what does he do for a living uh well he's just he's been doing pa work he's he do, he doesn't want to do, he wants to produce that's what he wants to do sure. and he's really he's been around it his whole life so you and, and his father really, probably instilled in him the the idea he didn't of, really have a dad so i've been a single mom his whole life so then you've instilled in him the sense of you know importance of keep a little nest egg just for the rainy days and he's blah, 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 so blah, blah. much but here's the thing he is so much smarter than i am on anything financial i when i started when i started becoming successful hmm. i mean look obviously i didn't have the greatest upbringing and i didn't have like a people going this is what you should do or this sure. is i didn't have it but when i became successful hmm. I hired everybody to take, I was like, I need, you know, I need a business manager. I need an assistant. I was working on jobs all the time. So I got a nanny to travel with me so my son could be there, but I could still work. And I was just doing all of it, but I never took care of myself. And this is also the first time in my life. My son, he pays all his own bills. I just tried to give my son a thousand bucks the other day, just because you know, he's in between jobs right now. He he sent it back. Mm. He was like, if I need it, I will ask you. Sure. And I was like, but for me, it's like wanting to give it going. Yeah, but it's oh, yeah, a motherly instinct. That's nice. But it's also where he is in his head. He's like, no, like, first of all, you're not doing that great right now. Yeah. You know, in his head, he's like, if I need it, I know you're there. Mm. So the difference in what I've been able to do as a mom, which I didn't have and which is pretty cool. I know that he knows I'm there. Yeah. And well that's one of the things I'm most jealous of of, of women about is the is the possibility of, of having that um that maternal connection with a child. Like I've raised someone else's child for four years and that was incredible. And I was her dad. How old? In, she was one uh, thirteen months when we met and she was five and a half when we broke up. But she um so I definitely understand the love of a father for a child. But there's uh you know, just physiologically the way that a woman's body, mind, and soul changes when she has a child, right, is uh, is something that a man never gets to experience. I've and had friends that I'm really... definitely jealous of that. Like it's, 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 it seems like a wonderful you... experience. I've had some, but I don't know because I think there's something about this too. Once the baby comes, hmm. um, I've had friends very much, even like you, even just just as cynical, just as just as cyn- like just like. Uh, I swear to God, that baby crowbarred open their hearts and they became completely different people. And I bet when you do have a kid that, it, and you did and you know, but there's, maybe it's, uh, the relationship was broken up. So obviously you haven't talked to Let her, me, but when you have clarify, your own. I'm cynical about certain aspects of the world. I'm not a cynical person. I'm an incredibly positive, forward thinking, uplifting person. And I, and I like spreading positivity. Seems- I'm just cynical about certain things, you know, <laughs> and you, 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 you touched on them at the very beginning. Yeah. So it makes sense that I would, you know, I call bullshit on it and go, nah, I, don't, I disagree. Or I think that's, you know, I'm cynical about that particular thing. Yeah. You know. But I think one, your opinions on one thing we've talked about this already. You know, left and right, black, white, old, young, when you male, go female, all the way to the end. Yeah, exactly. Like my opinion on one thing, i.e., the clickbait nature and two-dimensional vacuous nature of so many influencers and content creators right now who are making dog shit, dog shit, especially comedy. Look at Instagram comedy, Instagram comedians. You know, uh, if Lele Pons, you know, if the if the world opened up and swallowed her. 
Um, who is that? I'd I'd I'd, I'd organize. Uh, I don't know. Who I'd organize that is. a celebration probably. Uh, she's a young woman who's making lots of money, making some of the worst and categorically uh, most poorly written, terribly acted, two dimensional stereotype reinforcing, <laughs> racial stereotype, sexual really? stereotype, gender stereotype reinforcing bullshit, what and the it's hell? getting likes from eleven year olds. Oh. Yeah, I see. And she has I mean, a career because of it. And, I, and, I, and it, it upsets me when I see uh, a brilliant, talented, young female comedian who knows how to write her own jokes, write a TV show, act her ass off, and she can't get a fucking deal. See. Whereas this cunt is on Instagram, I you know, making see. dog shit one minute videos with her equally retarded friends. Well, and then she's making money from that. I mean, but that's, that's are the, you doing anything to besides just talking about it on your podcast is it something that i don't normally talk about this on my podcast that's not a right, subject like, matter i bring up right, like it's just, not of interest to me okay i'm just saying with the anger the the um frustration or just the no the, frustration i just think she's a scumbag and i hate using, that the industry uh encourages that kind of content right that doesn't sound it's, frustrating it's advertising well i'm not frustrated with it because uh, all my shit's going great as well and there's look I, I i don't spend time watching lele pons videos on youtube i, yeah, spend I was time, just gonna look up i spend time watching was. content from incredible creators that i think are wonderful like nakey jakey nakey jakey makes wonderful videos and they're uh, it's it's funny. It's uh, very personal. It's observational comedy. It's well written. Is it He's on not Instagram? Yeah, he puts clips on Instagram. Okay, okay. He has stuff on YouTube. He's I don't a YouTuber. know. I'm so disconnected. Yeah, I'm so disconnected from all of this stuff, and I should be more connected. So that's Absolutely, why I'm asking. Yeah, especially if you're, you know, it's it's this is the problem is that it's it's when people go, oh, don't you know, you're being cynical about this. No, no, no. I have to be aware of these people because I use these platforms and it's it's useful to know what stuff will succeed with a different demographic. My demographic Ooh. is not going to be 11-year-old children going, yeah, you're right. Black people do eat watermelon and chicken wings. That's not my, Wait, that's not this my is, audience. this is allowed? Yeah. Yeah. This is allowed, YouTube, really? YouTube has a very, uh, a very strange set of morals and ethics. How do you spell her name? I mean, we can do this afterwards. Okay, You're not okay, going to look okay. up her videos now. Are you? No, I've just, I've, yeah, no, I just wanted to like. But my point in. is, look, look, here's my overarching thing is that, yes, I, as a comedian, it's absolutely my job to observation, you know, use observational comedy to, to highlight the lunacy of the world, to yeah. mock the, uh, what I think the idiosyncratic nature of, of certain content creators or certain uh, members of society are, to, to highlight how infantile society is becoming we i think it's because we haven't had conflict for decades we're having it now though no 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 this is not conflict this is fucking it's, it's, confl- it's, it's not it's not real it's not real conflict is my grandparents uh my grandmother wondering whether her husband's going to come home from the war it's all and relative. my granddad you know uh not being able to talk about the war because he killed a lot of people from mm-hmm. a submarine bomber but it's all and relatives every it's all relative because no, everybody's experience we don't understand different. real we don't understand real I, I'd, I'd be more interested in seeing content created by uh, a fucking kid from south america who was sold into the sex slave industry and then broke away from that that kid has got life experience that kid has gone through some shit right. and will grow up to be an interesting right. um an interesting human being the the shit I see on the world uh, on the internet now is why social media upsets me so much or ties it ties me it doesn't anger me it, it's tiring to see it and to yeah. see that people are so dumb they don't see what's going on um, 
it, it's all built around drama and drama and conflict like that. But it's not real. Oh, I was, thought, I was talking about conflict more in the world. When I said there's conflict, I was thinking there is conflict, like even just with what's going on in our in our nation. Um, you know, all of the stuff that's yeah, going on, I feel... 90% of that, I think, is fabricated by uh, major media outlets on both the right and the left-hand side. Which is which is And con- then it's strengthened by and there's, an infantile society. And there's people dying, and there's people that have, you know, greatly been affected by it. And mm. I think that... And who's, I, who's actually doing stuff about that as opposed to just retweeting, um, you know, virtue signaling I mean, tweets there's, anymore? There's a, there's a lot of different people trying to do stuff. And I think a lot of people are And those people using, are wonderful. I think they're brilliant. And I'm I think very people much that are, are using their platform to do something and to say, this needs to change. Yeah. And this needs to change. Yeah. The thing, like, and just ending on on the what I was talking about before, what I've been trying to do is not go so far to one side and be open to the possibility that maybe there's a different perspective on the things that I was really locked into. Mm. And what were you locked into that needed to change? Just whether it was, I don't really even know. It could be anything. It could be th- th- that I hate bananas. You know, I don't know. That's a bad example. Terrible but I'm saying Bananas are fucking delicious. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I really enjoy bananas. <laughs> they're a great I source just, of potassium. Yeah, they, they're, that was a, that was a terrible no analogy. I banana naysaying on this just podcast. Be, Banana apricots. You can go on them all day. Fuck apricots. I do like. Fuck them. apricots. I, I, Come I on, they get so like mushy them. so quick. They're, so, they're, like they're not resilient they're in the slightest. I like them if they're if they're good. I. There's just, I'm just trying to stay open to a lot of different things right now. And, and bananas come in their own fucking wrapper. Do you know a cool life hack? Hold on a second. Do you know that you're supposed to open it from the bottom? You can open it wherever the fuck no, you no, want. No, no, no. It's meant to be, everybody messes up. You know, sometimes it squishes down. You're like, I can't get it. It's easier to open it. never squishes it down for me. Really? Maybe yeah. because your hands are stronger than I mine. Don't, I don't peel it. I just twist it. And as it oh. comes out, into my mouth. I oh my God, like a savage. Like a towel, like a towel. Well, fuck yeah, you like do. Like wringing out a wet towel. Yeah, you know? that makes absolute sense. Sometimes and I eat the skin. No. Yeah. You're not going to put your rules on me, Chris Downen. Ew. Yeah, I, I just, you can have my banana peel. Sometimes I don't even eat the banana. <laughs> and sometimes you stare directly into someone's eyes while you eat the banana. Always, always. If I can make someone feel, uh, a man feel sexually uncomfortable whilst they eat a banana, I think that's always a step in the right direction, right? Yes. How do you like it? Hashtag bananas. Okay, this was fun. <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Are you fi- we're finishing right on the hour. Um, okay, so what's coming up? Tell me what's going on with you. Where can people check you out if they want to come and see you do live stand-up? I'm assuming you have a website with all your live dates. I don't. I just started. I didn't even know I was going to say. You started a year ago. Get over that. Stop this. I just started bullshit. You said you've been writing comedy for seven, eight years. By now, you should have a fucking website. So where's your website with your live dates? No, I don't have a website. All right, get one. I started my first stand-up show a year ago, but I've technically been doing it for six months. So um, like real, you know, like where I go, oh, I'll book on the, I'll do that show. And it's Mm. a couple of times a, a week or something. So I'm doing a lot of bar shows. Mm-hmm. I think if if anybody wants to come and Instagram, see me, Instagram maybe they can find you. A, I was going to say if any if anybody wants to see me, go to Instagram. I'm Krista Allen XO. Krista and that's Allen K R I S T A. Yeah. A double L E N. Yes, X O. X O because a kiss and a hug. Yeah, well, because Krista Allen was taken um, when I when I originally did it, so I just put in X O, and that's the same with Twitter. Yeah. Um, there's somebody Krista Allen out there that's not me, but it you know has what I my had to picture. Say, Matt O'Brien, um, last uh, last last guest, he said the I same like thing. Matt O'Brien. Yeah, but he's there's a Matt O'Brien out there on Twitter who hasn't even posted a tweet yet. Nope, same for years from since 2008. Shouldn't we be able to get that back? I mean, I've, yeah. I think we. Try 
tried at one point, and I, I don't know. They wanted us to pay for it and all this stuff. It's like how much they want you to pay? I don't remember. I had my, it was when I offer them like one hundred fifty bucks. At this point, I guess I could, but now it's fine. And everybody knows where to find me now. I'm not going to change it up. I guess I could. You should. Just to Krista Allen. Do it. I would love to. And you know what you should do is you should not change any of the content that's on that Twitter account or Instagram account. Just keep all of her photos and just keep posting as her. Just see how, <laughs> see how long it takes for her friends and family to realize. That would be hilarious. Do you know what? I haven't looked at that in a while. And yeah. I wonder, I wonder if this was years ago when Twitter Maybe she's started dead. Maybe it's off of grams. Maybe she is dead. Maybe she was reincarnated and something happened and she's, she's the, bird. the bird or the cat or Bessie whatever. The cat, she's the bird. It all comes full circle. God. And such is the nature of life. I mean, all right, cheers. Yeah, well, thanks very much. Check her out, Krista Allen XO on Instagram. Uh, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. Ready?